Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Back and lay all big bash markets. Play your way at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly as always. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. As we're joined by Tommy, the superstar in tennis when it comes to uh, making money. Uh, you can find him on the Hub on Betfair. You can also find him on Twitter. His name is Steve Quick. He joins us. Hello, Steve. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing? Very well, Steve. We've let them know off the top of the show that we're doing this a little bit early. Um, we've had to squeeze you in. Um, so we're actually going before um, a little bit earlier today. So before the uh, the other um, uh, male singles match has been decided. But we'll, we'll just chat on Djokovic, who's coming up tonight. He's done nothing wrong in the lead up to this. Yeah, correct. And I think, you know, when you look at the last two matches in particular, you know, Alex Dimonor and Andre Rublev, you know, from the outset barely stood a chance. I think when you look at the, the level that Novak was able to produce and, and lock in. And interestingly, I don't know if it was just a, a, coinc- a coincidence or whatever it was, but, you know, two players in Rublev and Dimonor who, you know, did speak out a little bit against Novak a year ago when he wasn't allowed into the country. And he's made, he certainly made some big statements, but it'll be interesting to see how he goes here against uh, Tommy Paul, who's a, a debutant when it comes to Grand Slam semifinals. Is this the weakest men's Australian Open we've seen for some time, Steve? Oh, yeah, good call. It's a good question. I think if you asked, I think Craig Tyler said it was one of the strongest he'd seen. <laughs> he's always going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I can completely agree with that. I, I think they were... They were stuck a little bit early, obviously, with, you know, the Kyrgios withdrawal um, dampened the mood a little bit around the men's. And then, you know, I think when you look through, you know, outside of that Kokonakis popper and run, yeah, it, it's been it's been a little bit one-sided. And I think a lot of the good players that remained in the draw found themselves in the same part of pockets of the draw. So they met each other early. So you look now, you know, the, the match of Sitsipas versus Sinner a couple of nights ago, you know, that's probably worthy of a semi-final. Um, but it was played, you know, as a fourth round. I think those matches they did still pop up, but it just didn't come up in the conventional way that they're used to when they use the the seeding structure every year. And and that may be a case of, you know, there were no no ranking points for Wimbledon last year, and you know things were a little bit skewed. But I think, you know, when you look at it, it hasn't been the strongest, but it presents a massive opportunity. It just seems late in the tournament, we've got a lot of young players that don't have names. Even just speaking to general public or friends, they just. Don't even know who's playing. As in, they don't know the names. Obviously, Kyrgios out. We saw Medvedev go out early. Nadal. Nadal injured. We saw um, a young guy pull out before the tournament as well. Second favourite. His name escapes me. So it just seems like it's Djokovic or bust at the moment. Sits past the only one left for a while. Yeah, it, it is a little bit. And I think that's the case of, you know, particularly for the, the Australian summer of tennis and, you know, knowing that there are probably a, a large percentage of people who will only follow tennis for, for the month. Um, you know, a lot of these players who are up and coming and who are still here. So Tommy Paul, for example, has put together a really solid 12 to 18 month patch of form, but didn't perform particularly well here last year and, and won't be known to, to the majority of the public. And I think that's the case. that There is that little bit of a changing of the guard because it, we're just not getting the storyline that you would get around a Nadal or a Federer, you know, for at least a week, week and a half of the, the slam. And now we're getting all these new names. But, you know, to be honest, the majority of the the um the media around the men's has been largely on on Novak was he injured was he not injured and then now you know, now dad. It's his dad and yeah oh. so it's, <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just trying to it's trying to navigate a way through it and, and look to be honest when you look at you know Tommy Paul for example he has absolutely flown under the radar this this whole fortnight um you know you, you look at American tennis that they've had so many players make a deep run we heard a lot about Corda we heard a lot about Shelton but we didn't hear a lot about Tommy Paul while he just 
you know, was grinding away in the background. He put together a really solid week. And look, I don't think he's going to beat Novak tonight, but I, I think he, you know, he's capable of pushing it over the, the total games because you know he is a competitor. He, he's able to turn the match into a grind. He's got a really solid serve, and he's actually pretty good defensively for his size. So he's a bit of a trickier matchup than, than what Novak's seen, but it is going to be a very tough ask for the Americans. Yeah, you always beware of people that have two first names. That's what I got oh. told. Always beware of people with two first names. Hey, let's talk. Uh, let's talk on the women's side. Uh, the final is set, and um, it's just shaping up to be a, a pretty good match. I think this might even be the highlight final wise. Yeah, absolutely. And it, look, it's going to be a, a power contest between the two, and, and it's you know a, a great sign, particularly with the, the women's game. You know, we've got right back in there who's. You know, started in, in Adelaide and didn't look near her best, but has really built across the course of this fortnight and, you know, beat Igor Friontek. And, you know, often you see a player beat the top seed and then kind of fall away or, you know, have a bit of a letdown the round or two after. But she's just gone from strength to strength. Uh, so she's obviously one to keep an eye on. And we know that she's a big game player. She won Wimbledon last year. We know what she's capable of. Um, and she gets Sabalenka here who, you know, has... Um, I don't think she's dropped a set yet for the year, uh, but when you work through it, you know, you work through this particular matchup, these are where the question marks still remain for Sabalenka's game. It's that, that big moment on the big, big stage. You know, she made the, um, the tour finals last year and made the final and lost the final there. It's those big moments that we're just still not quite sure of, you know, whether, whether she's able to produce that level that, that you know, gets to that point. So I think, you know, when you're looking at the current odds, I actually think right back in her as the underdog looks to be a, a really great price for, for her at the moment, just given her, her pedigree and what she's been able to produce on the big stage. Rebecca or Ribakina, Steve? Uh, take your pick. It depends on who you, <laughs> it depends on who you're li- listening to. And uh, look, it is a, a thing of, you know, it is a little bit of a, a bugbear, but when you look through and, and, and listen to the, the players talk about, you know, their, their upbringing and their names, it is, you know, if you look at the website, you can, you know, the, the women's tennis website, you can see see how to pronounce everyone's name. Oh, really? If you listen to the if you listen to the Channel Nine telecast, you'll get a different one every thirty. Oh, you're laying the Channel I'm, Nine telecast. Well, I'm, here. I'm surprised, Tommy, you didn't go with the we're backing her. Like we're backing her, <laughs> right backing her. So we are backing her. So that's that's taking the, the two two dollars twenty two. We're backing her. We're backing her. Right backing her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll be backing Elena uh, at the at the underdog <laughs> price there. Uh, it's just it's just, a, it's just a matter of, of how. Um, how strong the play is. But I think, you know, at worst, I think this should probably be a coin flip. Um, but I, I would also just give a slight edge even to um, Elena Robakina here. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the, the play. So Sabalenka, $1.91, uh, Robakina or Robakina, $2.22. We're Miles, got a, got a question for Steve? Uh, yeah, I want to ask him about Hijikata and Kubler in the doubles. There wouldn't be a, a doubles Australian Open without some random Australian pairing making a run deep and just <laughs> absolutely annihilating some really experienced doubles pairing. Um, you know, I, I watched these two play, I think it was in their first round, you know, earlier in the week, and they were a little bit lost at sea early. But, you know, to, to have two players, you know, neither have a huge serve, neither have huge ground strokes, but they're just very, very consistent and they get the job done and they seem to have really gelled well together. So, look, it's going to be a tough ask, I think, for the Aussies, but, uh, you know, if they can get a... They're not going to get the curios Kokonakis level of crowd support. There's a little bit of support well, I hope behind they, them. I hope they do. Um, I hope they do, but then Edson and Purcell... Yeah, they may not, they'll get more support than Edson and Purcell did last year when they got booed against <laughs> Kokonakis and, and Kyrgios. So, they'll find some sort of middle ground there. But, look, I think it's a great opportunity for two guys who, you know, Jason Kubler has had a great summer, um, you know, lost to, to Kashinov. Uh, in, a, in a tight match earlier in the tournament, but it's put together a really good month. 
Um, it, it'd be interesting to see how these two go, but I'm also really excited to see how the rankings, you know, how they look in the rankings from the singles perspective later in the year for two players who should should put, yeah, sorry, should be able to put together some pretty solid tennis. Question for you, Steve. How do well, we saw the Sitsabas brothers? We saw last year in Kyrgios, Fokonakis. How do these doubles pairings get starts in this tournament? They're not seeded. Are they wild card entries? I'm always fascinated by how they actually gain a start. They haven't played much tennis together. Yes. Yeah, so there are some wildcard entries, and then also looking at the, they use, um, it's, it's a slightly complex, I think, um, ranking system in some capacity where they use kind of the, the doubles rankings of both players, but then they can also, so, so the tour or the, the tournament wants these big name players to be able to play doubles where they can. So they yeah. do either yeah. offer up wild cards or they can use, it's like a, a mixture of the, the rankings of, of the two players as well. So look, if you had, if you had Novak Djokovic wanting to play doubles with his brother, um, for example, I think you know they, they'd find a way to, to make that work either through the ranking system or through a wild card. Because I think you know, they're the, when you when you look across the course of the, the tournament as well, it's been the, the big singles players who have you know attracted more interest. Hey, uh, Steve, you've been nothing short of superb throughout the tournament, mate. Appreciate all the content that uh, you provided us and all the stuff you do on the Betfair Hub as well, mate. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll chat again soon. No worries. Thanks for having me on across the course of the fortnight. Steve Quick there from Ace Previews. He's been good across the tennis, he's Tommy. A star. He's he a is. star. He knows his stuff. So we're with Rob Akina. Um, we're back in her. We're back in Back in her. $2.22, betfair.com.au. Steve's been great on the Betfair Hub. There's so much good content on there. He's a huge part of that. So the women's um, laying Sabalenka and backing Rob Akina. You can use that too if you want to email the Betfair content team. We're back in her. Right back in her. You know. Probably won't. Yeah, I, I would have thought. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, let's jump to a break. On the other side of this, our card of the week, we're going to de- delve into that. You can find better odds uh, on the Big Bash with back and lay markets. Play your way at betfair.com.au. As always, gamble responsibly.